Okay. It's time to put some perspective into the um, subjective uh, threads I've been somewhat um, uh, explaining, but I don't feel like, <coughs> excuse me, I don't feel like I have been very coherent in my first uh, three attempts here. So what I want to do is explain the process whereby I think I can be most effective in delivering uh, something that is listenable and has value, is to use the uh, previous recording as the springboard into the next recording so that at least I have exactly what I have just said in mind as to say something next so that there is uh, an ongoing thread of continuity that at least is episode to episode. Because I honestly don't know how to get to the end. I just know that I'm going to get there in a way that will explain the transitions inherent in how I reframed my own life and the experiences it has uh, both uh, amassed until now and those in real time I'm having as well as those I project are imminent. And so, um, <laughs> uh, I think at the end, um, again, there is no revelation. There's, if, if, if this is 14 uh, months from now, or 14 weeks from now, or 14 days from now, or even 14 minutes from now, and I have uh, flamed out of existence, and you think you can skip to the end and just, there will be some sort of uh, quick review of how it all goes down, it isn't that way. And that's part of the reason I'm committing to doing this for the year. And yes, I skipped January 1st. But if we're being honest, number one, I'm late to everything. So in fine tradition of who I really am, not showing up for the first day. I'm, I mean, this isn't a job, obviously, show up at a job, right? But for a casual uh, commitment... Let's just say that I am the guy who considers five minutes late, fashionably late, to be where you start to think of when you should be getting ready. It's terrible. And it's dismissive. It, it means I, I regard the other universe timekeepers as negligible. I get it. It's, as a matter of fact, it's the one way in which I'm an aware I'm a fuckstick. And I will change that. And it will be challenging because most of the reason I'm always late is because I'm scattered. And sometimes I think the universe chooses to make me late. And there are days when I know I have been uh, compartmentalized by forces in a way that, uh, that make me recognize how much 
impact being late, even just casually slash barely socially acceptably late. That stuff matters. So uh, I know that needs to change. And it's going to take more than this year to change that because that's who I am. But it's unacceptable. I can't be late to people who have agreed they will meet me at blank and blank time. Eight minutes late to that all the time is bullshit. And it's just, it's that width that people are like, God damn, dude, you're always late. I mean, six minutes, eight minutes, four minutes, three minutes, 13 minutes, a text, I'm on my way, four minutes after we agreed we'd meet, whatever it is. It's, it's dismissive. It's a way that you're telling other people, look, I, I'm on my way, but I was so distracted, disoriented, dismissive of you, you'll just need to chill out, mofo, because I'm, I'm making my time for you. This is your opportunity to meditate. Yeah, well, that's horseshit. So, again, the place in the universe that you are certainly has room for improvement. And even if it's as trivial as I'm traditionally not on time, okay, why? Why aren't you? We have clocks. We all pocket one uh, in some fashion or another. Why aren't you on time? Are you too important? Are you smarter than the room? Yeah. Oh, well, guess what? You're not. Start being one minute early to everything. You know? That gives you one minute to compose yourself, forecast a, a, a good outcome, and prepare yourself for uh, an unexpected circumstance. There are just ways that you can be better. All of us can. Um, and if I don't grow over the course of the year, if I don't become a better person, incrementally, and with setbacks and redirects and reroutes and U-turns and every other capable way I am of self-combusting without hopefully driving myself directly into the sun. But if I do, at least a public self-sun combusting will have value in, here's one way not to do it. So I don't think that's the outcome of where this is going, but if it ends up there, destiny realized. So I don't intend to edit any of this. There's nothing here that is varnished. I don't even know what I'm going to say, except that I'm going to get on and talk about something other than what I just talked about or in reaction to what I'm saying or what I had happened that day or who is what or what is blah, right? I really am coming into this with no expectation. So with that loose, shall we call it organization, or is that even too, uh, too generous? With that structure as the way I think I can be the most truthful, at the 10th recording, I think I owe it to myself as well as anybody who's trying to coherently track some sort of progress here to review and take notes as to threads I either abandon 
uh, overlook, leave unfinished, whatever, dangle in some capacity, uh, even if it's just to note them as something of value to return to so that I don't scatter my way through the circuitous routes that matter. And I think I will get better at this. I know I will. So for the initial phase, forgive me, show me some kindness, understand that I suck at this, and I'm aware of it. But I know how I can get better at doing something that won't varnish the process. And I will start to welcome feedback, I'm sure, at some point. But if I welcome feedback, I'll react to it. So for now, it can't involve anything other than confession. And it may be that way forever. That's okay. Trust me, I am not in this for any kind of self-aggrandizement. I'm not in this ever for any kind of uh, gain other than the connectivity I believe exists to use today's technology to communicate across swaths of humanity in ways we've never been capable of. To me, it is fantastic, period. It is the kind of science fiction-y reality that is so cool, I can't help but jump in. And on that note, I'm not a participant in this stuff. I don't really, I mean, I, I have a Facebook page because I was part of a digital advertising company and I had to have a Facebook page. But I, I, this is, I, I consider this to be, uh, as much as anything, a personal diary. Because I never know when I'm going to fall back into being the deluded, um, self-interested, diabolical version of myself. Maybe I'm there right now. I truly believe I'm not. And... Yet, I would never ask anybody who listens to me to not at least know that I've been so full of shit in my life at times. I didn't even know I was full of shit. So, take me with the ultimate grain of salt. Believe only that you are capable of knowing truth at a level that is completely in tune with who you are. And it can be simple. Maybe you are the, the fortified one. The one who, who will stand against all incoming assailants. Trust me, I will happily stand behind you and root you on with comedy and quips that will keep you in good spirits so you do not give up that fight and make me take over, for then we will lose. My point is, I don't know what you're made for. I know what I'm made for. Kindness, forgiveness, understanding. And I'm probably made for forgiveness because if I don't teach y'all how to forgive, how are you going to forgive me, right? Because I've done some stupid shit. And on that note, it's not like I've killed someone. It's not like I've um, taken someone's life apart in a dastardly way, but I have been manipulative, I have been two-faced, I have been sneaky, I have been underhanded, I have been cunning, I have been 
deviant. I have been dismissive. I have been self-interested. I have been cowardly. I have been dastardly. I've been desperate. I have been deceitful. I have been disappointing. And yet I've also been other things. So we're all capable of doing the wrong thing. And I'm not exactly sure in many cases where my motivation was. I have come to understand quite a bit of it, but there's no reason for me to fully understand it at all. It just doesn't make sense to go that deep. And that is a component of having let go of the idea that I can know everything. I no longer want to, and in that characterization, I am much wiser than I've ever been. I can see what is of value to know, what the true effort involved in certain circumstances needs to be than I've ever known. I now know how to pursue my destiny in a way that will manifest, if nothing else, a meaningful life for me and will bring that meaning into the universe. And that matters. So here on January 4th at, uh, what time is it, Phoebe? 1.05, 1.06 a.m., part A. I have a feeling today will be diatribe day, but I have the original conception for this exchange was I have this, this friend who's a delusional schizophrenic and trying to explain to her the, the ways in which she has twisted reality into an unknowable uh, false delusion is tricky because her mind works in the patterns that the universe works in. It works in these circles and it, and it reinforces itself in this, in this sort of cyclical way. And cyclical meaning in cycles that are somewhat predictable. It takes a long time to start to see how they web, how they web, how they ebb and flow uh, into some level of the delusion revealing itself as reality as she sees it. And <clears throat> it's so fascinating. And the, the truth is, inside of this poor, uh, un misunderstood individual is the heart of a, of a daisy. Just so badly needs the world to say she's okay. But everybody in the world tells her she's broken. And look, she is in many regards. 
it's hard to be around her. She can be spitfire. <laughs> and she can say some things that are just socially unconscionable. And frankly, she can be so filled with self-uncertainty that she's dangerous to herself in a way that literally she'll bang herself with a brick to show how much pain she's in or something. And, and you think to yourself, why, 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 why does someone have to go through this? Why is this even available? Why is, why is the human condition able to break in such a capacity? And for any uh, concerned, uh, objectionable, professional interlopers, um, Lily, <laughs> my friend, is uh, a uh, no-holds-barred, 100% um, comfortable that she is... Um, who she is. As a matter of fact, I would say that may be the single most comfortable person I know with her circumstance in reality. And I know that sounds asinine, but it'll make sense at some point. And yet, she's also the least capable of staying out of her own way. And that's the true uh, affliction because the nonsense part of it is it isn't nonsense it's it's rhythmic it, it's lyrical it's it's cyclical but it's not nonsense and I think in many ways it offers some serious truth but again there is so much to weed through to get to it it is challenging I've known her for five years and I barely understand some little chunk of her and she doesn't reveal anything. She doesn't let anybody in at all. She just can't help but reveal certain parts of the way she sees the whole thing. And some of it I think really does come from some sort of, some sort of uh, connection to a piece of knowledge that I do not have, cannot get to and will never understand. I do think she sees the universe in a magical way. And I'm not sure that there isn't some real magic that she's seeing. That all said, Doug Henning disappearing into a tank of water until he axes himself out with the gusto of a 70s stage diva. That kind of magic, that sort of subterfuge where I look over there because you've directed me to look there while you do something over here that I've failed to notice. I, you know, that's just humans being stupid. And we are. And we're very, very susceptible to being duped. That's okay. I like being duped. Because that means that someone has, um, has exposed me to the fact that there is still work to be done. Because in a perfect world, nobody dupes anybody. But we don't live in that world. And... If I get duped, it means that means that I'm not doing the duping. 
And, okay, I'll live with the um, one-upsmanship that comes with having been taken advantage of because I'm pretty keen, and I'm in on most of the charades, so I catch most of them. But if you get one past me, frankly, I respect your gamesmanship, and I forgive you for treating me as some sort of mark because when I took marks... Um, at least when I categorized those around me as potential marks or marks in play, I was always smarter than the room and always wrong. But getting duped is okay. Who cares, right? In the long run, it's a good karmic thing for you to have played the role of the one who was more noble in the cause. And <clears throat> yet, you can't let yourself be fooled knowingly. And you certainly must pursue the unveiling of, of Schadenfreude where it exists. You cannot sit back and say, I didn't want to know. You have to know. And for the longest time, I was so un... I was so unaccepting of those who would divorce themselves from needing to know what was plainly available to be seen by those willing to look. Ah, I get that the world is a lot more livable when you decide to live on your terms because other terms are potentially so combustible they'll shatter your world. And yet... Um, I fear, I could be wrong, but I fear that we live in a world that um, has become so combustible it needs to be shattered. And not that it needs to be revolutionarily shattered. I don't want to see people hurt. As a matter of fact, unlike most, I don't believe in punishment. I don't believe in retribution. And I don't believe in making people suffer for actions they have committed previously. I do expect people to perform with grace, dignity, and their uh, full uh, embracing of their own humanity going forward. I don't forgive them that. But what are we going to do, right? What are we going to do with all the mess? What are we going to do? How are we going to unwind all of the stickiness that we have just let slide by? Uh, I, I think if you get right down to it, and I know there are plenty of people whose lives are stand-uppish enough, especially in the stand-uppish enough against what we consider stand-uppish in this country, this society, this current civilizational organization, the... I get how um, you can feel superior to the situation and undeserved of any level of participatory retribution, but you're wrong. We all deserve it. And it's not that we all deserve it in a case of let's all sit back and take inventory of how this punishment should go down and who has what dirty laundry hanging out in the backyard. Bullshit. That's not what I mean by we all deserve it. I mean, this circumstances are all our fault. So you don't get to pretend that just because you were 
following the, your dream of being a veterinarian married to a, a, a computer programmer in Silicon Valley with three kids and 15 Albanian rhinoceros miniature labradoodles, life may have worked out exactly as you planned it. Life may be exactly as fulfilling as you hoped it would be, and life may have exactly the purpose that you were put here to fulfill. But I bet it doesn't. For some of us, it's not even close. I mean, it's so far from filling those buckets, there's leaky holes in all of them. There's not even a chance of them filling up. Well, number one, that's wrong. And number two, even if you have lived fulfillment path number one, A plus, you've lived it in a way that I know you've felt hollow along the way. And why do I know you felt hollow? Because you've been trained to feel hollow. And you've been trained to feel hollow in ways that you feel you have missed out on something or you have overlooked your chance to become this or you spent so much time here that you can't now become this part of yourself or this part of yourself died because you allowed this part of yourself to dominate. It doesn't matter how any of this shakes down, but even if you have ascended the path to the top, you have compromised yourself along the way in ways that you know vibrationally resonate discordantly still today for you. And uh, I mean, I have tons of them. I got all kinds of chords that play like some, you know, rattle of cacophony in my cerebellum, but I don't let them, I don't turn the volume up. I don't even turn the channel on. I just know they're there. I can switch over to video three, but I just don't. And neither should you. But that doesn't mean you can't catalog and experience them for the momentum they can create to be better. I, I truly believe the whole purpose of life is to experience what it means to be better. And I know how easy it is to give away that any of that matters. It, it, it's, in fact, I think if you haven't done that at some point in your life, you probably have, have never really branched out into, into a world to challenge yourself. Because I think we can all find ourselves in a path of um, disillusionment that is a result of having not lived up to the challenge or uh, having been weak in the moment. It doesn't matter. It, 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 it's inherent in the human experience. And, and having the ability to pass those uh, examples into your future selves, um, both kindness, forgiving, and understanding states of being is, is a wave of continued excellence that stems from that ability to self-actualize. Self <laughs> Yuck. I just spouted out a bunch of pseudo-nonsense. So let's be a little more organized. 
Um, I misread the universe all the time. I'll give you an example. In the last five days, I've had two significant setbacks where I lost cash. And I really can't afford to lose cash. I don't have any money. So it hurts when it happens. And it hurts even when I only lose 90 bucks, 70 bucks, whatever it is that dropped out of my pocket. But it hurts really bad when it happens a second time within 36, 38 hours of the first time. It's unforgivable to me that I can't make it 38 hours further down the life path of, of me to not have another, and not just cash, but misplace my cards, my driver's license. I have this rubber band I call a wallet. And <laughs> in the epiphany of <laughs> having lost cash <laughs> two days before that, but still having still having not lost my cards, the realization was, well, the reason I lost cash is because I had them separated. Of course I'm asking to lose one or the other. I should keep them together. And then 38 hours later, I lose both. And it's one of those losses where my, my stuff was, I, I was shopping after my shift and I had put two things into, uh, into uh, the, um, the uh, whatever bins, the, uh, the, what are those bins called? Where you have all the, the stuff, anyway, the stuff you bag up and put a number on. Those, uh, I had, I had two of those and I had to go back and look at one number because uh, the pen didn't work and then I couldn't remember the number when I got to the other pen. So I had moved around one uh, island of maybe uh, 15 containers each on each side and there were only two places I had stopped. And within 90 seconds of knowing I had it to knowing I didn't, it disappeared. And it, and this is after my heightened awareness from having had zipped into my, uh, into my jacket uh, cash disappear when I got to the store. Like it just wasn't there. And it didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Still doesn't make sense to me. And then to have this happen where I knew I had misplaced my, my, uh, my, well, I didn't know I had done it until I'm trying to pay and it's not in the pocket it should be in. So I don't realize I've mislaid it until I'm in a panic moment of, oh my God, where's my, and, and freaking out almost more like, oh, are you kidding me? How can that not be in my pocket? And then racing back to the area in which the only places I could have mislaid it, the, there are very few people that could even have been involved to have found it and not finding it. And being embarrassed that I have no other way to pay, blah, 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 can't find it, can't find it, it's gone. And then retracing my steps and trying to follow it back and, and you know, spending 90 minutes trying to locate this item that I can't afford to lose, that I've misplaced. And know I've misplaced, like am defeated, know I've, know I've lost. And I can't believe I'm losing this battle after having just lost it recently, two days ago. And so as I'm trying to reconcile 
my position here, I'm thinking two things. I'm thinking one, I, I really thought I had grasped this reality needs to be better. So I'm so disappointed in myself that I have let myself down so easily, so quickly, so, um, so shortly thereafter. I'm almost stunned because I didn't think I was this way. I truly was shocked that I didn't have my cards on me as I stood at the self-checkout line. I truly was shocked. Just like I truly was shocked I had arrived without my cash. I don't consciously have the sort of, oh yeah, shit, I forgot to zip my pocket moment that then means that my cash fell out of my pocket as I tried to exit the garage. I don't know. That's probably what happened, but none of that is tangibly in my head. What's tangible in my head is I securely zip that into a pocket I haven't touched, and now it's gone. You know? And so I have this I have this moment of clarity as I'm walking back and forth on a snowy alley that I have no chance of finding this in the dark, even if it's there. You know, there's four inches of snow on the ground, for goodness sake. Point is, I'm on a useless chase. Why? So I feel better about myself. That I did everything I could to find it. You know, I looked, I looked, I looked. And I did look. It doesn't make sense. But it's gone. Because there's no other choice. And so I have to come to terms with that. And I think to myself, well, okay, but I mean, it was there such a short period of time. Wherever it was, whoever took it needed it more than me, ultimately. Like if you see some rubber banded up $20 bill with another couple bills that could be ones or 50s, who knows, but it was 70 bucks in cash, it was a bank card with 19 bucks on it or whatever, it was my state ID driver's license, it was my discount at work card and some other random nonsense. It was worth nothing to anybody but me, but it was worth 70 bucks cash to everybody. And, you know, it, it was like, I've been the guy who needed 70 bucks so bad I wished I had found it in the grocery store. And if I had found that sitting there, did I have the stones to turn it in? Not every day of my life at all. But most days I did. I mean, let's be clear, I'm not, I'm not the joker, but I am some days. And in some days I'm out hoping the universe is gonna throw me 70 bucks. That's never really worked out, but it's worked out more than I'm sure I percept, I've perceived across time. And the truth is, you know, here I am, I'm working again. I, it's not like I have a pad of cash that um, has even emerged. I am behind everywhere. But I have enough food to get to my next check. My dog has food. My cat has recovered. Obviously, I've got weed to smoke. Point is, if ever there was a time in my life I could afford to lose 70 bucks, it was that night. And whoever took it needed it more than me. And so I was comfortable with this. I was totally comfortable with it. And I had come to the realization that um, 
it was time A to make a sign in my house that reads, this household has experienced zero days of significant setback due to cash loss because no loss of cash is acceptable because it's always simple to know where your cash is, exactly how much you have, and what you're going to do with it. You just have to pay attention. So I can hold myself 100% accountable to making this better. This is easy. It's just like being on time. There are no excuses. Prepare to be on time, and you'll be on time. Prepare not to lose your cash, and guess what? You won't lose your cash. So these are the ways that I can improve my own life because I'm just a knucklehead in the way that I treat myself when I let these events occur. And yet, I also know that if 70 bucks was enough to give somebody enough food to feed their family, I would 100% give it up. I would give it up even if I needed to pay my heating bill because Kids matter more than whatever heating inconvenience I have to deal with or finagle with the heating company. I'll go through the problems that that creates to help some kid eat. Who wouldn't? Right? It's just, it's, it's how you're, you're built. You're built to care about those who need more than you. And throughout life, you know, what have I ever needed? There are so many people in the world that need more than me. I just don't, I don't see an end to how I can ever stop being forgiving, understanding, and kind. Because there are so many people in the world that just need that. Everybody needs it. It's real. And I can feel it. I can feel how far away we are from that. And it's a simple decision. You just make it. I start now being this. In every moment I'm given the opportunity to act, I'm going to act this way. And then I'm going to act that way again. And I'll continue to act that way. What else would I do? I truly believe I can do that. And in so doing, I'm going to change the world. <laughs>